Welcome to StarCast on Planet Waves. My name is Eric Francis Coppolino, the host of PlanetWaves.fm and the author of the Planet Waves Horoscope, here with another edition of the Planet Waves Short Podcast covering the astrology of the weekend of Friday, January 28, 2022, my dad's 81st birthday. Happy birthday, Dad. So we're in a very busy little moment here um, about... Three big things are going to happen at once over the next few days, and those include Venus stationing direct on Saturday, the new moon in the sign Aquarius on Tuesday, and then Mercury stationing direct on Thursday. So that's a lot to happen in a short time, and that's not all that is happening prior to Mercury stationing, excuse me, prior to, um, well, (laughs) right now. As uh, Mercury slows down and gets ready to station direct, let's say this a different way, Mercury is about to retrograde into a conjunction with Pluto. That is very intense, and we've had a lot of these conjunctions to Pluto and consequently are living through times that are just a little too much. However, this is one of those moments when we are getting example after example of the truth revealed, that being the theme of Mercury stationing direct. So the uh, operative astrology right at the very moment is Venus, excuse me, I'm sorry, (laughs) it's only noon and I've been working a long day, Uh, is Mercury stationing retrograde right into Pluto. That happens 26, 27, basically now and uh, and over the next 24 hours, uh, Mercury is slow and powerful in astrology, slow means powerful. So that's what's happening. And uh, then Mercury is going to make that conjunction to Pluto and hang out on the other side of Pluto while it stations direct. And then after it stations direct, it's going to go back and make another conjunction to Pluto. So there's a lot of conjunctions to Pluto coming up. In fact, there are a lot of conjunctions brewing right now. Next one is Venus is still retrograde. Venus is uh, going to station direct on Saturday the 29th. It does so in a conjunction to Vesta. However, uh, the conjunction is not going to happen because Venus backs into Vesta, but rather because Vesta overtakes Venus. So that is going on. This Venus-Vesta conjunction is about unusual developments in uh, relationships and also a kind of a cooling off of sexual energy for some people who are sensitive to the whole Vesta thing. Uh, Vesta has a number of themes. Many of them surround sexuality, but not all of them. So Vesta's themes can include the definition of space, meaning the organization of space around some kind of a central feature like a hearth. The theme of the hearth generally meaning tending the flame. So one of the themes of Vesta is tending the flame around the clock, this constant devotion to a purpose. Uh, And then also a kind of, um, how do we say this? Uh, Holding space in relationships for other people, uh, even if they may not, be directly involved with you or some such thing. So the the, the energy of Vesta is that of uh, allowing people to have their experiences, and that includes if the experience is not about you, but rather about 
someone else. So Vesta tends to be in service of some larger purpose, whether that purpose is holding space, tending a flame, which means some type of a creative flame or devotional activity, which can range from some uh, religious experience to art, uh, to fill out everything in between, uh, basically. All right, so we've got that. Two conjunctions. Mercury-Pluto, that's kind of deep and dark, and it's happening right now. Then there's going to be Venus-Vesta. And uh, and then Mars is newly in Capricorn. Mars is going to make its way across Capricorn uh, for about the next uh, six uh, weeks or so, maybe five and a half weeks. Uh, the really exciting thing about Mars and Capricorn is, besides the fact that it's going to make conjunctions to every other point in Capricorn, and that includes Quayar, Ixion, Pholus, Vesta, and a number of others, is that on March 3rd, Venus, Mars, and Pluto will form a conjunction. That is a very unusual weekend. I keep calling it a weekend, but it's not really a weekend. I think it happens in the middle of the week. So it's the kind of weekend that happens on a Wednesday or something like this. All right, so next up, uh, the new moon takes place in Aquarius. That is on Tuesday. That is the Lunar New Year, formerly known as Chinese New Year, but... Uh, lots of those uh, folks on the other side of the world celebrate New Year uh, coming up. So now's the time to uh, bring a fruit basket to your friendly neighborhood business where you uh, where, where you rely upon Asian people to provide services to you. There's lots and lots of them. If you uh, bring them a basket of fruit, I promise you they will love you for that because they understand the meaning and the significance. It's about a sharing of abundance and uh, your your wish that they succeed. So this is why uh, there's all these uh, fruit baskets going around. Uh, my friend Landvi, whose artwork you see all over Planet Waves, has prepared five such fruit baskets for the five businesses run by Asians with whom uh, we conduct business, a couple of sushi bars, a laundry, and a few others. So they're all going to get fruit baskets over the next couple of days. That new moon, by the way, is uh, close to Saturn. That's a real get serious event. Sun, moon, conjunct Saturn in Aquarius. It happens very close to Imbolc, the midwinter cross quarter. Of course, uh, down in uh, Australia, they're watching their gardens dry out and hopefully have a little water to spray on them and uh, watching their democracy dry out as well, hopefully spray some uh, cold water on some of those people. But up here in the Northern Hemisphere, we are deep in long nights and cold, kind of not very welcoming um, physical conditions. Um, It's been absolutely freezing here in New York. Uh, I don't think the temperatures uh, cracked the uh, freezing mark for a week. It's been under 30 degrees and even going down to four three or four degrees Fahrenheit, not even Celsius. Anyway, in the middle of the winter, there's this thing called Imbolc, otherwise known as Midwinter Holiday, otherwise known as Candlemas, Groundhog Day, Valentine's Day. A lot of holidays cluster around this time of year. Uh, and the, the, the concept of the cross-quarter is when the sun gets to the midpoint between the most recent 
uh, solstice and the upcoming equinox or vice versa. So we're exactly halfway between the seasons as of next week. Um, so that midpoint is uh, being held down by Saturn. By the way, if you go to the Starcast FM website, you'll see I've got a video that shows all of this and actually provides the chart for you. It's very similar to what I'm saying today, probably a little bit better organized. Uh, so there's a new moon on Tuesday, the 3rd, uh, and then the, the sun will keep advancing toward Saturn. The sun will be in an exact conjunction with set with Saturn at the midpoint of Aquarius right at the moment when Mercury stations direct. So there's a, a, a few other things going on. It's not just Venus direct, Mercury direct, and the new moon. It's all those things plus Mercury-Pluto conjunctions, plus the Venus-Vesta conjunction, plus the Sun-Saturn conjunction. So, lots going on, lots shaking out, and the message is, don't do too much too fast. Take it easy. There's a lot of room for confusion, errors in judgment, all other kinds of errors uh, can get kind of um, caught in the mix here. And so you want to just be cool and sweat it out and don't necessarily dump all of your Bitcoin, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, next, uh, I want to remind you that we are heading toward a conjunction of Jupiter and Nessus on that uh, fictitious weekend of March 3rd. I, always, I want it to be a weekend. I don't really know why I do. But uh, anyway, around March 2nd, 3rd, 4th, a whole bunch of other things happen. So we're going to get a burst of, uh, of events in uh, late Jan, early Feb, and then a whole other burst of events around the 2nd, 3rd, 4th of March. One of those events is Jupiter in Pisces currently creeping up on Nessus in Pisces. Uh, this is in effect now. It will be exact that non-weekend of, uh, of, of March 2nd, 3rd-ish. And what that is saying is that Jupiter is going to magnify all that stuff of Nessus that most people would rather keep hidden, not think about, not look at, not contemplate. But what's all that? Well, pay attention anywhere but CNN uh, or Newsy, or I just flipped through all the CBS cable affiliates. I've got Roku, so for free I can watch a whole bunch of CBS stations. And It looks like pornography. You know, they have everyone... Uh, in fact, it's better than pornography. They've got everyone all dressed up like Ken and Barbie and looking real good like they're about to step out onto the red carpet at the Oscars to do what? To tell you that it snows in the winter and that uh, that dog is wearing a cute little jacket. Uh, what else did we see? Oh, a lot of weather reports uh, claiming that it was going to snow in the winter. That's really special. Uh, but absolutely no information whatsoever about anything that's actually going on. And so if you can get yourself onto one of those alt channels, for example, planetwaves.net, go to the COVID-19 news tab. You'll see there's all kinds of stuff that is actually really, truly happening in the world. A great diversity of things, many controversies and discussions. Um, and you're not going to find that out watching mainstream news channels. However, when it, we get up to uh, that non-weekend in early March, we may find that things actually explode into mainstream uh, you know, areas. 
and that it becomes so much uh, that they they discover they can't really keep 100 pounds of shit in a 50-pound sack, and it starts to come bursting out. So I'm very curious what this conjunction is going to bring, but what we're seeing it bring right now is this increase in the flow of uh, revelations and incidents and the intensity of the debate that you would not know is going on unless you happen to know where to look for it. And again, I will point you to this news blog of which I am the editor called COVID-19 News, which is really more like a world news desk. And you can find that at planetwaves.net right on the top left. It's so easy to find. Even grandma could find it. While I've got a minute, I will remind you that we remain in the middle of the United States Pluto return. Uh, I I say the middle because it really began a long time ago. It's going to fully engage in February 2022. So the first exact contact of Pluto conjunct Pluto in the United States chart, meaning the Declaration of Independence chart, July 4th, 1776, a little past 5 p.m. in Philadelphia, is going to take the first of three conjunctions of Pluto to the natal position. I've written quite a lot about this. There's a nice article right on the cover, planetwaves.net. Just scroll down. It should be the third or so thing down, uh, an analysis of the Pluto return. So this is why this uh, whole drama is dragging out in the United States. It's also why we're about to see all kinds of crazy political instability uh, at the top levels of government. I would propose that's going to happen really in March and April, when uh, things start to shuffle around real fast, so fast no one can actually keep track of them. But remember, you heard it here first. Okay, I'm talking fast today. (laughs) One last aspect that I'm looking at that is rather immediate, um, which is a square pattern between Chiron Venus and Vesta. So this uh, Venus station direct that's happening is a rather impressive aspect structure because it brings in the themes of Venus, which is emotions, emotional intelligence, value, and sex, as well as Vesta, which I described before. That's space defining. It's uh, allowing others to go through the changes they're going through. So that space defining often is holding space Uh, for others and constant devotion. All of this is square Chiron. It brings in a healing theme, um, a, uh, a, a kind of a provocative healing theme. And one of the interesting things about the Venus square Chiron aspect is that it can have all kinds of uh, overtones of gender identity issues and, uh, and let's say various different forms of uh, feigning gender dysphoria. So, uh, for example, uh, someone who does not, there's a lot of reasons people choose to be gay. One of them is they don't want to deal with the opposite sex. And so you, you will see some of this with Venus square uh, Chiron aspect is people uh, changing their gender identity around to facilitate the not doing certain forms of karmic work. However, with this kind of an aspect, it is self-activating. And so uh, they are very likely to end up having to do 
that work that they're trying to avoid because Chiron never lets you get away with too much. All right, I've got the Aquarius birthday reading that recently came out last night. Um, It is called Aquarius Astrology Studio. I will put a link to that right up on uh, the StarCast page on Planet Waves. Um, We've been banned from YouTube for some reason, so I've got a new edition to Planet Waves TV on the StarCast page at starcast.fm or off of planetwaves.net. Easy to find, I promise. And while I've got your attention, please, if you like what I'm doing and you read Planet Waves, get a subscription so we can pay the bills and keep doing this awesome work. All right. Thank you for listening. A pleasure to serve you. I'm planning to be back on Tuesday with another edition of StarCast and on Thursday with a new horoscope for my subscribers. Thanks for listening and stay in touch.